goblin mode. <laughs> <laughs> I read through that while you guys were going through, and I, I'm sorry to anyone who listens to the show. We're still on the live stream, but. <laughs> I, you guys were over here talking about this Microsoft like billion dollar <laughs> Activision deal, and I couldn't give You're a like, fuck Goblin. mode. I, I couldn't give a fuck about any of that. I was listening to Goblin. Or reading I Goblin couldn't give mode. a fuck mode. I could. Yeah, that's a different mode. Oh shit. Goblin. <laughs> Goblin mode activated. I don't give a fuck. I, mode. I've been showing activated. those to Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is very Goblin esque. She is. Yeah, oh. that's true. Goblinian. Yeah. Oh, uh, we need to start a uh, a five E campaign. She has to play a goblin. <laughs> can she do voices? I'm into that. She can so do how that came about? Oh, uh, come on. Is because um the woman that Kanye had started to um date after uh uh after Pete Kardashian yeah, she was started Zappy, banging yeah, the yeah. shit out of his wife. She was she was yeah. uh, Josh Safdie's meows and I'm calling you. So um, <laughs> he said that. That's word for word. I heard, That's a direct quote. I understood none of that. Yeah, neither did I. She was John Safdie's meows and I'm calling you. Pete Davidson looks like Beetlejuice if he was alive. Yeah, if he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. But you're not. You're not. Oh man. So, anyways. You're not. Uh, he started dating this uh, one woman, Julia Fox, and th- inevitably that broke apart. Um, and then, like, the initial reasons that came out about it was because uh, I think, like, I forget what one of the reasons was about, like, something about a book that Julia Fox was writing or something like that. But the other was just, like, Kanye couldn't deal with her going goblin mode or something, and that just kind of blew up on Twitter. What, no, I... Is that... Is the goblin mode I'm oh, thinking the story- of... The story I sent to you is not her doing that, but that was from the Twitter um, discussion that popped up in, under Goblin Mode. What does and her so, Goblin Mode mean? I'm looking at it. Julia Fox. Question. Huge question. Julia Fox, the Goblin Mode. <laughs> Inquiring Julia. minds need to know. Okay. But well, Pedestrian.tv has an article that says Julia Fox confirmed she indeed never went Goblin Mode. Yeah, that's why I was also going to say is that she has come forward and says like did not use the words goblin mode ever and also that she's not writing some book or something like what the fuck is goblin mode i need more (laughs) i want to see i sent you the the facebook message that explains goblin well i know i know what that is (laughs) the original one was the guy yeah the original one was the guy going through their house collecting his valuables and stuff <laughs> in a bag. I'll take this to the king. So, so Ooh, Kanye's just it. he's just sitting in his living room and she walks in uh, I'm gonna take this uh, little candelabra hey, and she jams yes. it in her back. <laughs> COVID has his all in very different ways. Yep. Yeah, and then, the, and then the, all of the the fucking follow-up to that of all the people being like, oh, yeah, my roommate, like, blows the power to our whole building and hides in one of the rooms and I have to figure out where they are. And, like, fucking all of the various goblin modes are just having me fully fucked up. Oh, God. I love that so much. Can you imagine you're sitting there just, like, an hour and a half into this play session of some game and the power just goes, and, like, everything's dark and you just hear... <laughs> from the other room. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck! It's Not again! 
Okay, we'll keep it spoiler-free. Who's playing uh, Horizon? That'd be me. Awesome? No? No. I don't think I can do it. From everything I've heard, because I've been following all the review cycle and everything, and mm-hmm. it just seems like a lot of games are coming out right now that's like, hey, this is another open-world game. Okay, what's interesting about it? It's open-world. Okay, what what do you do in it? You run around and collect all of the 100 question marks on the map. I'm just not interested <laughs> in that anymore. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, you've said that. That's like a young that, man's game. That, that wasn't really your kind of thing anyways. So like, I mean, anyway. other than... Well, back in the day. There was, there's know, like a very few. In the yeah. Like Far Cry? Far oh, Cry. Yeah. I, I used to be a big Far Cry guy. And gotcha. they, they've just, they've burned me out on it, I think. Well, no, um, I agree. I mean, I think that might have been like part of my problem with Assassin's Creed Valhalla is that they kept, or like, it's just, it felt so empty despite how yeah. massive the world and stuff which is, which... Like I, this was a news article I was going to put in the docket, but I decided not to because there really wasn't much more to it except for just the opportunity for me to like complain about Valhalla. It's that Lovely. like mm-hmm. Valhalla sales exceeded a billion dollars. Um, yeah, just recently, oh, yeah. like they passed that milestone. And like, and I was just kind of going through, and it's like, really, it wasn't that Why? great. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, but um. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, if you if that's not the thing you're looking for, then yeah, Horizon Forbidden West ain't going to do it for you. Yeah, I've um, been majorly. It's just there's been so many of those, and like they, you know, they they hit you with the. It reminds me of um, um, with Dying Light. Like, I I think I'm gonna like Dying Light just based on the the unique mobility and everything. Although we kind of we're talking about that too a little bit with the specifically in the beginning, but yeah. um. You know, there's just like I, I don't want to play a game that takes 100 trillion hours to beat anymore. That's just like yeah. I'm no longer capable of that. Yeah, you've really transformed. Yeah. Into someone who's like, no, I can't. I, I mean, I, I was like a big, uh, you know, I was a big Skyrim guy. Um, and yeah, it, it can be long because I mean, I still do occasional playthroughs of you know, I, I played through Mass Effect when the trilogy came out. I played through. Uh, mm-hmm dragon age like constantly like i have some kind of mental illness or something and it's just like <laughs> you know i, I do oh that was another that... piece of news i was going to add speaking of dragon age sorry to interrupt but it's like you guys yeah, yeah. like it's expected in uh coming out in like 18 months or something 2028 like or whatever the fuck yeah yeah good luck with that yeah yeah we'll see i believe it when i see it for sure yeah but Not um yeah it's it's just like I, I do like long form games, but it can't be a long form game that the notable thing about it is that it's long. Like right, that just doesn't yeah. work for me anymore. It can't be filler content. Like it, you're not yeah. putting stuff in there for the sake of just putting it in there. And I think and if it's yeah, if it's badly written, if it's like yeah. pointless, and I, I hear, well, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into spoiler, and I don't want to run anybody off of something that they're interested in. I I understand that it's like something with me, my preferences have changed right right um while i look up how many hours i spend into it but i think horizon forbidden west does a better job at like giving purpose for what it is that you're doing it is still you know go here collect this defeat that you know traverse Mm -hmm. this massive open world but i think they did a much better job of giving you a purpose as to like why you're doing this yeah so yeah and like so far i've been enjoying it i can't find 
where you look. I'm just looking at the mobile app here. I don't know if that's the right place to look for how many hours I put into it, but I played it on and off pretty much Friday and yesterday, Saturday. Mm. I really dig it. It, but granted, I'm that kind of person. So, yeah. um, well, that's a big thing too. I tried to play Zero Dawn again, and as yeah. soon as it opens up into the open world, I'm I just completely lose all interest. <laughs> You know, I, I really like the beginning. The beginning is so good. It's so tight. They keep you in a yeah. nice area. You get, like, familiar with it because, you know, your character grew up there, so you should be familiar with it. Right. It's just, I, I like what it's doing until it's like, and now you keep doing that a thousand more times. Yeah. It's just, I, I just don't want that. No, I get yeah, that's, that. I wonder, yeah, is it just the scale that runs you off, even if there is a co- like a cohesive story? Yeah. Like Skyrim, they give you, like... You can there is no cohesive story, really. Yeah. yeah, one of the biggest games. You know, you can go anywhere. You can do anything. There's all these distractions and side quests and, mm-hmm. and you know, hidden things to uncover. But if you follow that story, I mean, how long is the game? Like, 20 hours? The core story is yeah. very short. Yeah. I, I, it's like 15, 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, maybe the, it's just the scale, the openness of like. <laughs> yeah, maybe just like seeing the map it, and the scale of it is just intimidating. But I think yep. it, it seems like there's a better way to like golden path the story this time around. Granted, I have not been okay. doing that, so I can't really directly speak to it. I've been doing like all the side quests, like the hunting grounds and all that fun stuff. And I, there's like there's a new like quest, like or like mission. Uh, mm. genre I guess for lack of a better term that's in it that wasn't in the previous one where you're working for like a scavengers um, guild or something and so they're you ha- they legit give you like a contract of like alright you're going to go to this location and we need you to kill this specific type of um, robot animal and we need this specific part to be available and stuff okay and that's kind of interesting yeah it, it gives it kind of like a bit of a monster hunter Mm-hmm. vibe to it and i kind of i granted that those elements were there in the first one where you're shooting parts off that you need specifically for upgrades and stuff crafting but yeah. it feels like there's a little bit more emphasis on the importance of having specific materials and stuff to okay. upgrade your equipment or for um these kinds of things that kind of i i personally have been enjoying about it hmm. nice yeah and then like yeah, yeah i just wanted to hear a bit about it like as we'll get into in in the show, like right. so much is coming out. Oh, like yeah. I, th- that horizon is unfortunately something that I'm gonna have to go. Like I'm gonna jump into Wait. later. Yeah. No, I understand yeah. that. And like there was a part of me that really kind of considered like I'll get it and maybe I'll wait because I mean just around the corner for you guys you have Elden Ring coming out and for me Destiny Two on Tuesday. And it's just like God, man. Destiny Two. There's a fourth thing that has been up that's getting an update slash DLC. Yep. Yes. Oh my God. And reading about it, like what they're doing. Granted, this could probably be said for pretty much every expansion going forward, but this one here it seems like they're really emphasizing, like making it a place that uh, people who have fallen off can jump back in. That this is a good starting point. Um, that this is kind of like the closest to a Destiny 3 that they're going to get for a while because um, they do have like a lineup of expansions like they do have a roadmap for that kind of stuff but essentially they're adding 
full replayability for their campaigns for the witch for replayability for the campaign for the witch queen whether and instead of having like you know this particular mission is available on this week or something and they're adding mm-hmm. in like they did with halo like a legendary difficulty for those um campaign missions so it seems like they're really kind of doubling down on the emphasis of making you care about the story and stuff like that which i i'm really kind of digging about it yeah i'm I, I've really held off on, on picking it up, but I think I'm going to grab it. Yeah, if, if we're really going to dive into it as kind of like a group, our new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so, I mean, Austin, that's something that that's what I was thinking of the whole time that we were mentioning it. And since it hit me, um, I mean, we played destiny, uh, Johnny as well. Who's yeah. not with us on the show. I mean, we played a healthy amount of destiny when it came out. True. Is that something that's fully turned you off at this point? Um. Yeah, I was really disappointed by the first game. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And, I, I would be interested maybe to check out the sequel. But again, it's like I would only be wanting to play it when we have a full crew, like you said. Right. And I don't know. It's my. I know my hours are really weird of when I'm available. Yeah. Um. For sure. Um. Well, I mean, it helps that. The the baseline game is free to play, so you could jump in, yeah, create right. a new character. You do like all just the kind of fuck missions. around a little bit just to yeah. figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, and it, I think all the locations to... are unlocked too. It's just that you can't do the stories for them and stuff until you mm. buy the expansions. But you can still go to like Europa and the Moon and stuff. So I love the Moon. I'll always be saying this. So so with that, moon? even with this update when we get that update on tuesday it's going to jack everyone's light up to the same level right yes it's um going regardless of where Even you're at, at everyone is going to be at 1350 it's essentially just like a fresh restart for everyone yeah. so everyone's uh, on the same ground and i think that's awesome i think that's i mean granted that's like, how you do a jumping on point yeah, that can exactly. definitely have like um um like world of warcraft cancer though where it's like Okay, now everybody's max level, but they have no idea how to play. Well, it's not because max they didn't, level. Like, build it's just themselves every, up to that. Right. It's not max level. It's just this is the new starting point, and everyone, yeah. regardless of whether you started a new character or not, I there's going to be like higher level gear and stuff for you to go after. It's just okay. now you like if you had a character that's like at thirteen twenty eight, like mine is, you're going to go like it doesn't matter how much work. You're going to be at the new base level, and yeah, then, they've moved the goalposts. I see. Yeah, they're they're just moving the goalposts of of this all and stuff. So, yeah, I could potentially check that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm playing on PlayStation. If ever you want uh, someone to jump in your game or something like that, I'll probably yeah. be playing quite a bit. I I'm I'm committed because I I did the um, the 30th anniversary uh, Witch Queen. Uh, expansion bundle that's like a hundred dollars and you get like all four seasons that are supposed to be coming out for this expansion and stuff mm. which i hope like the same kind of deal happens where it's not like an annual thing but it's just kind of like when it's ready kind of deal yeah. um that yeah. definitely and helped wh- out with this last season here and and w- what you're picking up is also going to get you the season uh, how, how many is it is it three i think it's four, four. Yeah. There's four, four seasons. seasons in the future as well. Yeah. So you're not going to be 
buying things for destiny for some time exactly yeah so it's it's locked me into committing to it and like i think this next year i know i talked a lot these last few months about wanting to get back into halo but i think this year this has more of what i want because of the pve elements which appeals to me a lot more than player versus player um and then like just the loot reward system is still so much better than what uh halo currently has and i think that's been part of the thing of like why i've kind of dropped off on it because like progression just doesn't feel as good anymore as what i would was expecting it to do um and that's why i was like it could be a possibility for even someone like someone like you austin to join in because it has that pve which i know that was the Mm -hmm. thing that we as a group were most interested in when we were playing destiny one yeah. the raids and they've added smaller raids too so if only yeah. three people oh are my god boom the, dungeons the dungeons that i the dungeon i was messaging you about jay so mm-hmm. um austin they took the loot cave and they made it into like yeah. a mini raid and it's that. amazing it is cool. so fantastic yeah yeah so i i think tuesday is going to be going to be that day you know <laughs> It's. It, I think we'll figure out who's going to be where. Um, I have a few friends that, um, just a few other local friends that that play as well. So getting a full crew for something like a raid together um, mm. doesn't sound like it'll be too far fetched. No, I think, and then with a lot of the um, looking for group uh, capabilities with like the mobile app and stuff and Discord, I think it's a lot easier to find a raid group now than what it used to be. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, uh, I think uh, that is a good amount of information for what we've been up to, um, what we're going to be up to, um, and and more there. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, usually we talk about some free stuff that you're picking up. Um, but first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesing. Check out all the top news and video game stuff there. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do stuff like this. As always, Epic Game Store. You've got you picked up uh, Brothers, The Tale of Two Sons, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Joseph you, Ferris tweeted can, it out that this you was can, free to pick up. Yeah, you can okay. pick it up again. Um, yeah. Joseph Ferris game. Uh, he was uh, his company, his Game of the Year winner this year, um, according to the Game Awards. Uh, so yeah, you, you can grab that here. See what some of the early concepts of of games like it takes to um, uh, a way out and things like that. Uh, you know where where they kind of evolved from. Um, that's available until February twenty fourth. Uh, then on the twenty fourth, you'll be able to pick up um, Chris Tale. Yeah, Chris I have Tales. no idea about this. It's like it a JRPG. RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listed as indie. The art style is kind of fun. Oh, they spelled sick um, with a Y. It's really edgy. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, you know, if, if you are into that, you know, go take a look. See what it's all about. Game's typically 40 bucks. Um, you'll be able to grab it free at this point um, next week. Or uh, not next week, um, after the 24th. Sorry. Right. All right. Uh, news time. All so right. There was a lot of interesting news this week. 
Yeah. Yeah, there was... And it was all random things. It was, like, hitting us from different angles. Right. And this was one of them. Um, the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShop stores are shutting down as of March 2023. So, still have some time there. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, like, this kind of contributes toward, like, Nintendo is just the absolute worst about, like, game, game preservation. preservation. Yeah. 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 In fact, yeah. they're getting called out by, like, the Game History Foundation and stuff like that, where it's just, like, they're always, like, you know, they will sue people into oblivion that are giving out for free a version of a game that Nintendo doesn't even sell. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, they are really wild on there. Is to emulate it, and... right? And Nintendo will just lose their mind, and then still not even try to make money on the product. It's just, uh, I mean, they've been bad at this for a long time. And there's a lot of games that are only on 3DS that are never going to be on anything else because they require um, 3DS specific hardware. That, that, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's it's tough. It, and, and this does bring up that conversation that that I think about quite often of like digital versus physical yeah yeah Yeah. i mean this is one reason why i'm really into don't have the problem yeah this is one reason i'm really into physical media because it's like it it could just cease to be and it's not even like it's not like a um i don't know i think a lot of people kind of get into uh conspiracy theories with like bro they're gonna take away my movie because it's they're gonna take away v for vendetta because it's too edgy like that's not gonna happen but yeah, they really don't. You know, care. Netflix or whoever could just decide to stop streaming it, and then if I want to go watch it, I can't. And it's you know, it's not fifth uh, of November. Either. I'm just sitting here like a moron, just you know, chilling with your mask. Yeah, with my mask <laughs> on. I'm trying to join Anonymous. Nothing's happening. So it's just embarrassing, dude. I don't want to be caught like that. You know. <laughs> wow. So, so Nintendo's doing that basically. That I wonder if there is some like something that they plan on making happen before or something to replace down. it with maybe I, I, that has to be it i yeah. mean i don't think they do all I the people th- who bought the stuff on there dirty like that right i don't it, know it, unless i'm just going off of the, like that video i sent you guys or something like i think they made a statement saying like they don't have any plans at this time for like releasing classic games and stuff like that yeah. so and then i think i remember reading somewhere that they're discontinuing the ability to add like eShop cards for the 3DS and Wii U stores specifically through a credit card or something like that. Probably a, yeah. a means to make sure that like there's no remaining funds on people's like digital wallets or something like mm-hmm. that. But I think that's going to be implemented sometime of it might be implemented like this year or something like that. Yeah. So they're basically, yeah, they're going to just kind of whittle it out of existence. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, th- this was the only way to get a lot of games. Like, th- again, those those, uh, those 3DS games are going to be insanely difficult to emulate. Well, I think, like, even some 3DS versions of games are, like, considered, like, the better, um, mm-hmm. better versions of it. Like, isn't Majora's Mask considered better on 3DS than it is on the like whatever it is that uh the switch version with their online services because that one is supposed to be uh an up version of the n64 version whereas like well, 3DS, with a lot of those just the additional yeah. controls the the ability to use 
that second screen is, or like yeah. have that as a permanent like you know map Inventory. or yeah. item screen yeah. yeah it just adds so much usability and it, you are not going to be able to emulate that because of the touch component right. on you know on a uh, computer or just even a switch maybe I mean, it, it's doable i guess but it wouldn't be easy so yeah really? i wonder if since both of these things have a two-screen component, because the Wii U, mm. that was the whole point of that thing. Right. Like, right. that was game-changing for me, yeah. of having a map always just looking down. That was amazing. Or, but, like, um, there was, like, in-game features that were, like, specific to touchscreen capability, but still having stuff on the main... Like, I'm thinking of, like, Punk... Wow. Punkmon, Pokemon Sun and Moon, where... Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. Pokemon. <laughs> Where like there were things favorites. that you would do with your Pokemon on the touch, you know, with the touchscreen component, and petting them, and yeah. yeah, yeah, and and they've been working on that for a long time. I remember was it Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? Mm-hmm. They you you had that addition to your GameCube yep. that you could plug in your Game Boy Advance, and it would give each of you that were plugged in and playing a different map on your Game Boy Advance. Yeah, they've been was working it? on that for so long. Wasn't there, um, I, I might be thinking just another YouTube cool, video though. where they were making fun of it, but there's there's a microphone on the 3DS, right? Correct. Isn't there, like, some Fire Emblem game where you have to, like, blow into the microphone to, like, wake someone up or some shit like that? Jesus Christ. Uh, they you did a lot of stuff that. like that, yeah. Yeah, you had to do that on the, the 3DS for Pokemon games, I remember. There were different things that you could do. Um I believe it was with, like, the Pokemon Care, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, I remember playing a game, I swear it was a Pokemon game where you had to, like, blow the leaves off of the screen or something like that. Yeah. They would do weird shit like that all the time. Yeah, all all really just terrible ideas. But (laughs) it is interesting that both of these things are two-screen things, so I wonder for the Switch if they're setting up for something where you have to play it... um, in like in mode? docked mode, right. you have to play it in docked mode, oh. so you can have the handheld mm. screen as a second screen. Huh. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know. I no, that wouldn't work. No, because then you're partitioning your screen space, right? And so you're getting yeah. So essentially, oh, like bad. you're having a you're you're having a 3ds overlay on your TV. And so only yeah. part of it is actually showing gameplay, whereas the other part is showing whatever would have been on the second screen. So at least that's the way I'm visualizing that. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It it, it is it is tough. I wonder if they have something up their sleeve for that though. Right. Yeah. Because well, even it, it's weird. It would be weird in, to like, take the, it back. Even in the, like the physical sense, like some of that stuff is just hard to come by, and some of the stuff is just getting like the prices being like jacked up to like several hundred dollars just for certain titles that didn't have like mass release in the states or something yeah well remember, yeah we were talking about that last week or whatever with um xeno xenoblade chronicles xenoblade yeah xenoblade yeah. one became a, like a collector's item right. and we yeah, were, we were selling bucks. used copies for 90 yeah yeah that was i think it was that there was the metroid uh prime trilogy mm. that thing was like 110 was a bucks one. Yeah. at one point Ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, like but that. that's the used market, you know. Yeah. That's the that's the price you pay for the physical physical media when you can't get it anymore. That's yep. what we need to do. Just make money. That and watchmaking. 
Watchmaking is so satisfying. Hell yeah. yeah it really would God be. Damn. It's got that's, that's, that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole you need to go down down uh, on TikTok. Like, they have, like, a whole section of awesome people that are just doing watch restoration and making. It's pretty crazy. Maybe that'll be my retirement plan. That and bees. <laughs> there you go. That and bees. <laughs> and bees. All right. Not the bees. So, bees. Uh, so, with all of these amazing things coming out, we had Dying Light 2, uh, Horizon... Forbidden West just popped and came out. People are loving as well. Um, we have Elden Ring coming up. There are too many things that are being updated at the same time yep. and just screwing us over. Uh, so we're going to talk about those. Uh, recently, Patch 7 for Baldur's Gate 3 uh, Early Access um, Hell yeah. came out. And Which, I am uh, doing everything I can to not go and play this. Correct. <laughs> so you will fucking yeah. good looking. That's where I'm at. Um, oh, I, I want goodness. to... I'm, I'm trying to wait it out at this point because I know the intro of the game. Um, uh-huh. You know, I, I, I get it. I know what we're working with here. And now I want to basically wait to... Um, the experience game is pretty much released to experience the completed version. But yeah, the main thing that they dropped... Um, so they improved 700 cinematics, including a lot of stuff that just did not have a cinematic before. Um, yeah. A major overhaul to the heads up, um, tweets and fixes. The oh, so talking about just the like your HUD overhaul. Yeah, it looks so much better. Yeah, every single time they do something to it, I'm like, oh, it couldn't get better. It could. Here we are. Turns it looks out great. Yeah. So. Also, a big part of that, um, so the, the biggest thing in the patch, I think, for um, most people is going to be that they added the Barbarian class. The so, Berserker. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Barbarian can become a Berserker, a berserker. or a Wild Heart. So those are the two focuses yep. for it, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, one is like, uh, you know, you're just going into traditional rages and doing extra damage with weapons and stuff and the other one is doing like uh animal like primal combat styles which is Almost really cool. like uh i really like that inspired yeah like a tank druid basically yeah so um really good extremely good um, i just i keep seeing this game and i'm just like this is going to be the end all like D experience that this could be the want. digital D experience right yeah it's yeah. it's so crazy to me that someone hasn't worked hard to make something like this style mm. already. I mean, we've had lesser versions, but, you know, they haven't pushed it this yeah, far to incorporate the dice rolls and, yeah. and you know, up front and in your face about it. They're taking the traditional, um, you know, like the Bioware style uh, ARPG or whatever and just taking it to the absolute extremist point to be like, Okay, this is the, this is what you can do with a Dungeons Dragons game. You know, this yeah. this is the final form. And from everything that I've seen and everything that I've played, your the way that you experience the game won't be the same way someone else experiences mm-hmm. the game. Um, you know, based on. Uh, any sort of critical failure or you know critical success um it can change people living and people dying that's quests that are available to you um and more so the ability to have uh, a a four-man a full four 
person party. Yeah. Is really cool. It, it makes me want to like it, it almost feels like you could play this and not really have a serious strict commitment as you would on something like uh playing an actual uh sitting down playing an actual uh session of D D. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just really excited for everything that they've uh that they've done here and, and I can't wait. Um they did continue on I'm not sure exactly where they've said it. Um but they did confirm that this wasn't going to be releasing and coming out of early access this year. They said likely to be um quarter two of uh twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately for you and I it's just sitting in my library like yeah i see these like i mean this was a hundred gigabyte patch big boy it was huge and it's like all of that that's just going to um sit there and taunt me basically yeah yeah brutal but brian we can pull you over onto the dark side when the time comes too yeah uh to, to play this with us just one question can i goblin mode in this you can't play as a goblin yet. Yet. <laughs> but it definitely seems like that's coming. They've... Yeah, yeah. It's they being heavily pretty, teased. Yeah, they seem pretty set on it, but I, w- I would say things like... Uh, I, w- I would definitely say things like uh, Critical Role and yeah. the success, the current success of Critical Role. Yeah. Um, Makes it possible. I uh, think that would make it possible because their campaign to <laughs> one of the main players was uh, was um, a goblin, a, a little goblin girl, and it was amazing. <laughs> Love that. Well, I was more making a Kanye joke, but that's that's just me and my humor. Bro, is he behind oh, bars yet? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. He's <laughs> calling up his Xbox one. Bitch, tell me why you ain't a hobbit. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay, love mm-hmm. me. <laughs> but that's um, not the only thing that was patched. No, that was uh, that was a big one. Um, we have two more, <laughs> technically. Uh, the next one is pretty much just for me. Um, Session got a uh, update. They even updated their name and like logo mm. completely. That's cool. Um, calling it Session Skate Sim because they realize when you type in Session video game into Google. Um, you get a hundred trillion things you come up. A million <laughs> yeah. play sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a. Th- this is a really intense skateboarding game. Whereas yeah. I think I've com- I've compared it a ton of times. But uh, if you have something like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, that's an arcade. You have Skater XL, that yep. is kind of a hybrid. It's leaning into simulation, but it's still off the walls. Um, then you have session which is a full-on simulation you can now one of the new things um completely overhaul the tightness of your of each wheel Mm. so you know how like like you can have your back trucks just a little tighter than your front trucks you can have your front trucks be a, a um just a little looser um then your back trucks giving you the ability to like carve a little bit more it all affects grinds they have complete systems for all of this treating like wheels like bearings it's not just like something that's attached to the board and the board's floating no 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 it's rotating um so uh in a complete simulation manner 
Um, but this is a massive update because they completely re-overhauled re the grinding system and the trick system. Um, this as well in early access. Um, I believe it's still in early access. I'm yeah. looking at that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a ton of other things. You know, uh, replay editor. They have a film mode. They added, um, technically, two new maps and an expansion to the map. Mm. Um, and six, uh, technically five new skaters, and then four create a skater models. Um, create a skater. Have, they, yeah, they, they already had Daywon Song in the game, which is... Mm -hmm. um, a like a technical wizard when it comes to skateboarding but they added some people that are um all sorts of personalities including um like billy marks he's he's a really like big time gap skater uh mark appleyard who was uh oh no mark appleyard wasn't in tony hawk pro skater uh he was in maybe he was in skate yeah i can't remember but he's he, he's been around for a very very long time um and then uh uh ryan ewing they call him beagle um he's uh kind of more of like a personality in in skateboarding rather than like just a, a heavy straight skateboarder hmm. um and they added uh jerome banks for new york city and for philadelphia um, FDR, which is under the FDR bridge, um, very big skate park, uh, probably got put on the map because uh, that's that was like Bam's big park, and when Bam blew up, um, you know, in the like thousands. Um, but yeah, a ton of other uh, cus uh, customizable things, and they actually have a uh, like a set of missions, like a big set of missions that you can go and do, um, which is fun. So, a lot going on there uh, for people in that community. Um, one of probably the biggest updates, though, uh, of, of things that came out um, is Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk yeah. 1.5 dropped. Um, and 1.5 included the introduction to PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series X and S update. Um, complete with you know ray tracing, 4K, faster load times. I've been playing it. Austin, you said um, Shannon has been playing it a bit as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is she really so stoked on it? She's uh, she's been interested, and in, she you know she created a new character. She likes the new customization options and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so one of the main things that they did in this was to extend the life of the game. They basically mm -hmm. nerfed every item. They nerfed the damage that critical the like critical hits do. They, yeah. they really weakened basically everything in the game. And I So wonder... I know that was a big negative. There's been a lot of negative response to that. Um, a lot of builds have I been made completely changed, useless. I like, some of the perks in their like progression trees, too. Yeah. They've, they've tried to make it a, more of a, quote, you know, RPG. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's why they had that, that nerf on damage. Is because they expect you to do more damage as you go down those trees. Um, you know, so you really, really feel that increase in man. I'm not doing nothing to okay. Now I'm doing something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, from from what I've heard, it's been basically of the fans that were still playing it a lot. It's been a negative mm -hmm. response, and of the okay. people that had not been playing, it's been a positive response. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, I really I, I platinumed it on PS4, and yeah. when I loaded it up on PS5, 
I was like, yo, new trophies. Okay, let's do yep, this. That's true. <laughs> new character um, started, and I mean, it does. It looks good. Yeah. I've had no real issues outside of the standard dumb open world issues mm-hmm. that you have. You know, like where characters are standing in stupid spots or um, like like maybe like little pathing issues, but yeah. definitely nothing like we had previously. I heard PS4 was actually completely non-playable for a while. Okay. Because um, yeah. it, it was no uh, longer sellable on PS4 for a while. That's true. Well, all Sony product for, for, yeah. for some time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I heard when uh, the, it launched 1.5, um, it wouldn't even load the disc version for hmm. PS4. Um, and I didn't even try it, but they said that they looked into it, and it looks like um, they've already they already have a, a fix for it. So it looks like the fix was, you know, out within like four days. So it's still a long time, but um, I was surprised when they announced. I, I figured that they would have announced that this is going to be on like Game Pass. Yeah, and you know, Game Pass and future. Um, like yeah, they, PlayStation Plus or something. Yeah, they did put out the trial. Yeah, so there's like and a five-hour trial or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and the game is dirt cheap until March. It's yeah. like it's twenty-five yeah, bucks it's, on it's PSN like right now. How much was it over there? Twenty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Um, I, I'll always recommend it. This is, I mean, despite all of its flaws, yeah. this is one of my favorite games that's come out in a long time. I've, I really like what it's doing i love the world i think that's what gets me is yeah. is the world being an environment person i've yet to play it and i was essentially been waiting for this specific update to jump into it i figured like this would be the best point to like jump in yes and actually give it yes. a shot here yeah um I, i'm excited i'm definitely excited to hear what like what you think about it yeah. um but we I just gotta get past expect- these next yeah, two months. Yeah, I don't here. expect it to be in the next like two no. months. Yeah. This will be uh this will be a summertime adventure here. Okay, okay, pause, pause. Everybody, sound guy in the back. Can we have a second? Alright, listener. If you can, please go review us on a podcast service of your choice. We'd appreciate that. Help people find us. You know, we grow a little bit. It, it, it just, you know, it'd mean a lot to us. I feel like, you know, we do this, you help us with that, we grow a little bit, everyone's working together, you're kind of part of the team. And I, I know everyone here would really appreciate that, except Johnny. Johnny hates everything, so it's fine. Now back to the show. All right, so with that, uh, CD Projekt Red has some people that have defected from the organization and they have created their own studio. Yeah. Uh, called Rebel Wolves. Um, I tossed this one on there just because I thought it was interesting. Um, former CD Projekt Red executive Conrad Tom was uh, yep. Yep. Mr. That's Polish. One. Very. There's a lot of K's. There's a few Z. Or there's there is a K. There's a couple Z's in there and a W. And um, vowels. Never heard all of them. All of a sudden, my last name. Does, I don't feel so bad about. Yeah. For just having one Z and one W, you know? Uh, but it's a brand new studio. Um, 
a team is made up of industry talents um, with uh, their experience spanning several titles through CD Projekt Red, including Witcher, Cyberpunk, Thronebreaker, um, and Shadow Warrior 2. Um, Conrad specifically spent 17 years with CD. Um, he was a game director on The Witcher 3, head of production, sec- secondary game director on Cyberpunk. Mm. Um, but he is gone, and he is creating this new studio uh, and making a, a title that he is calling the Holy Grail of Computer RPGs. Damn. I want I, I want to take a second and unpack that because we literally just got done watching Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, they went on to kind of talk, you know, in this game uh, industry.biz article, they go on to talk just a little bit more about... Um, the focus what they want to do they really want to create um an rpg that is not a million hours long they want to Mm. keep their independent feel of their studio they want to keep the experiences small um so they you know don't get over ambitious and and that you know they're able to do what they need to do they can achieve their goal and that's one of the big problems i mean even for an individual like let's yep. say an individual ex uh, like exiting like um s- like school they we have these wild grand like grand ideas for things that we want to do but they're usually on a scale that's just bananas yep um it's all about so, scope yeah he wants to keep that scope small uh, um and uh yeah he th- they have like i think they have like one little piece of concept art with their logo on it yeah um which I have no idea what's going on. It's like a dude sliding down like a rock face mountain. Looks like with bats behind nice. him, and I don't know if they're like orcs or something below him, or maybe it's just some various like class. But they all have this like crest, so it looks like they're part of like a like a kingdom or something. Uh, but the person that is sliding does have some very uh, I would want to say like vampire-y hands. They have like pointy fingers that are like sparking, yeah. As they slide down this rock face, it's interesting. Yeah. So, um, but that's pretty much all we have. Uh, you can check out the GameIndustry.biz article um, just to get a little bit more about the studio because that's pretty much all they're talking about here. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, the first game, uh, a single-story dark fantasy game, which I'm interested in. This sounds like something that would be. Like right in your wheelhouse, Austin. Yeah. Well, it yeah. probably goes like it was made for you. Yeah. I'm interested and to it see. It sounds like they want to do this to get like a bit more creative freedom with what they do. Yeah, I wonder what that. I mean, because some would say he's been there 17 years and he left after right. Cyberpunk. Yeah. You know, I wonder what kind of stress that put it. Yeah, he's like, okay, let's uh, let's do something <laughs> let's, easy next. Let's settle down. Yeah. I'm surprised he even announced anything. Yeah, I would announce that I'm um, taking a break. Well, he he might have. I don't know. Um, but definitely a, a a good art. Definitely a good article. Yeah. See, I love everything that he's saying here. We want to recreate the feeling of pen and paper RPG sessions where um, options seem limited and the world yep. reacts to your choices. So that. keeping that on a small scale is smart, especially if you can link some things back to back where this ends, this mm-hmm. next thing picks up. Yeah. So. Real good stuff there. All right. Um, 
looking forward, we, uh, of course, know 18th just rolled by. Horizon Forbidden West uh, popped. Everyone, it, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, definitely not for everybody, but um, there are some cool things that are actually happening uh, with Forbidden West. Um, so these next two will kind of point to that. Um, the news about uh, how uh, Horizon Forbidden West was delay uh, delayed um, to avoid crunch. Um, Love to hear about it's almost that. almost always good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Especially from a massive studio. Yep. No, I mean, this, this is a studio that um, the now like head of PlayStation came from. Herman right. Holst. Herman Holst. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really good to hear that, you know, well, that studio is, is the one kind of leading that, showing like, hey, this is good for you. Yeah. It, it sounded like they were trying to keep things in perspective on not just like trying to keep things good for the employees, but the quality of work that would be coming from them of whether they would crunch or not. And they just, they made the right call and it, the game definitely shows it because... Yeah. Yeah. Good. But yeah, uh, that's not the only kind of cool thing that, you know, came out about like what's going on. This one really didn't come out, but it's just something that Sony is talking about. Um, and it's just the fact that Sony is, has uh, the plan to plant a tree for every time someone unlocks a uh, specific trophy uh, right. in Horizon Forbidden West. And this one is actually pretty easy to get. It's part of the main storyline. You just progress to a certain point, and once you, and that's all there is to it. So nice. Hopefully, we'll be seeing quite a few trees being planted uh, by Sony here because of this. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. It. it yeah. The the trophy is um, reached the daunt. Uh, it's part of their play and plant campaign. Um. Let's see. Uh, it, it's uh, for the sake of uh, the planet and reforestation efforts, Sony quickly reached the cap of uh, 288,000 trees that are needed for this campaign. Right. So, it, it, yeah. Hmm. And that's just going off the Game Informer article. Hmm. Kind of a good thing. Yeah, why not? Oh, before March 25th. Right. So, yeah does have you do have that um expiration date on it yeah but i don't see a issue i mean with how good this game has been and the how popular it's been i i can see that like this is going to accomplish something really good here so i i like the i really like this idea <laughs> just because just being a dude sitting at home on your couch finally i can help see the the reach the dot uh reach the daunt trophy pop you can go um changing lives out here it's all well me, isn't baby. it like um the borderlands <laughs> 3 thing me. where uh there was that mini game that was sending data to help with genetic sequencing mm, yes. yeah folding at home yeah yeah uh there was yeah there was one in borderlands 3 and then playstation on the ps3 had um folding right yep yeah protein folding yeah i love to fold my proteins i'm always saying this I remember when that came out. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and let this thing run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like I would, I would like leave to go do something, and then I would come back, and it's still folding. I'd be like, it really nice. made a difference today. You're a proto crypto miner. <laughs> yep, we are point oh 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 one percent closer to 
uh, curing this type of disease that almost no one gets. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was all it's, it's it's about the little things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, this next one I didn't get too much information about. I, I knew that um, there were some rumbles. I knew some yeah, this of has been yeah terms. being talked about for like three hundred years. And it's exactly why I believe um, Irrational kind of shut its doors before, if I'm not mistaken. It was, right? it was related, yeah. Yeah, um, because Ken Levine wanted to move into film and television. Uh, but Netflix announced the Bioshock film adaptation. Um, to what scale, I literally have no idea. Right. <laughs> Did you guys check into this at all? Um, I think they released an image, and that was pretty much it. Um, it's it's been talked about for like a hundred years. This this is a long time uh, goal. Yeah. Um, yeah it looks they, like it's the verified Netflix geeked account on Twitter said yes. you know the quote we all uh, we all make choices but in the end our choices make us Netflix plus Bioshock. Would you kindly stay tuned? No, I won't. I will. <laughs> I'm yeah, okay, I will. I, I'd love I'd love to see yeah, could be cool. do something. Yeah, why not? Do something else. Like it's not very often that you get, especially in the video game world, somebody to go out on a high note. Yeah. And Bioshock went out on like the highest of high notes with Bioshock Infinite and then closed the doors months later. It won game of the year in some places and yeah. then yeah. closed the doors months later. Yeah. Super Infinite weird. Was so fucking good. I love like, Infinite. Yeah. Like, I think about that game a lot. Like, almost wanting to go back and play again. Just because the story was so fun. So I, I'd love to see what they could do. And I would love to see it do well so they can continue to do ridiculous shit in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Go play Bioshock. The Bioshock, all of them are good. I mean, one is definitely the hardest to play at this point just because it hasn't aged super well. Right. But, um... Two is, two is, is like a sleeper underrated. hit. Yes, two is the most underrated for sure. And then Infinite is just like mechanically everything is there. The story is really good. Like you said, going out on a high note. Like that they, world too. They had reached their infinite like high point. Yeah. And Columbia yeah, graphically, was such a cool looking city. Yeah. 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 Graphically, Infinite is hard to age as well just because of their art style yeah it they were really smart with the art very smart on how they made their their art. it's like yeah. it would be like saying a borderlands game look bad yeah it's like it, it's, you can it kind of, of say can't. that but it's stylized to a way that you know you can't really yep yeah genius yeah no doubt um all right <laughs> so <laughs> just i Every time I see the title Battlefield 2042, I just fucking <laughs> shake my head and kind of look the other way. It, um, it's been such a train wreck. It it really has. I, I will say the early on impression that I got when I played it, I think I think I had some fun with it. Um, but I don't think I'm their core audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I played I I played a, an early access blah 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 thing for this. Um, right. Where you know it, it was it was a focused session where like getting in was super easy because everybody wanted to play it and check it out and there was you know dedicated smaller 
amounts of server space, you know, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I had the standard battlefield experience, but their their like storm systems were I thought really really cool. Obviously, the star of the show. But after it came out, I don't even know what happened. I can't. I, I saw some video of <laughs> some stuff, you know, that we had talked about previously. But how do you, like, how do you mess up something that comes out like every year? Well, <laughs> according to this article, like eighteen months of the development for this game was spent on redoing the entire Frostbite engine. <laughs> Great so, idea. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense, especially during work from home and pandemic, because you know that a lot right. of people are definitely work from home. Yeah, here, let's change it while everybody's not here at the office to be able to understand what we're changing. But exactly. even if you change it, it's just a set of tools. Right. The engine. You know, it has to compile stuff. So if it's compiling and it's not reading, that's one thing. It's obviously compiling and reading, and it's doing some things right. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, know it's just, what what could have went wrong. It just seems like the it's the classic tale of EA pushing out games before they're ready, and oh yeah, we're like we've seen it with like streamer uh, promotional streamers and stuff trying to play the game, and then they had to cut the stream store short because the streamers got stuck in the level itself and couldn't go anywhere, <laughs> and one of them accidentally slipped up. It's like I think we're I think it's broken, and then they like oh. Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not just this game, but uh, um, Battlefront Two has been having a ton of issues even recently, just because like it's no longer supported, and a lot of like the multiplayer online multiplayer is just fundamentally broken to a point where yeah. there's zero damage going on. And people can't kill each other in a, a multiplayer game based on getting more kills than the other team. It's just like you're at a yeah. stalemate at that point. Um, but yeah, no, I mean yeah. these guys notoriously shut down and and stop supporting games just as soon as possible. Yeah. Right. Like I, we we talked about session a bit ago. I was very big into Skate when it came out. And Skate 3 came out. I was like, you know what? I want to pop back to Skate 2. Just kind of want to clean up some of those trophies. Um, and it was literally impossible. Yeah. Because I could not connect to their online service to meet yeah. people. It was it was down. And then when I went to do the same thing for Skate 3, um, they were in the processes of shutting it down. You'd get kicked out for no reason. Um, yeah. You know, it, just terrible, terrible online. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to a forum of other people who were looking to get very specific trophies um, and then add them and work with them specifically over and over to make sure that everybody got the trophy. Right. Pain in the ass. All because they just can't, you know, just didn't want to support it anymore, right? Right. Yeah. But I, but think I, I do this, love this article. Yeah. In, in regards to this game, as far as not supporting anymore, I. Uh, the players aren't supporting it anymore. If you look at the Steam count, like yeah, there was a running joke that like active Steam users was twenty forty two, like two thousand people were actively <laughs> playing it <laughs> at one. And that's point. a little high. That's on the higher yeah. end, right? Well, like it had its maximum peak. I think sometimes shortly after launch of like a hundred thousand, 
and then it's just been in a downward spiral spiral ever since then mm-hmm. to where it's in the, like the 3000s 2000s range god damn yeah it's, I couldn't it's even not looking good being... at all for battlefield for such a yeah yeah, yeah. For, for a big something... franchise too yeah they really got crushed on it but I, I love the I love the article the article title EA admits Battlefield 2042 failed to meet player expectations blames Halo Infinite and COVID. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, you can well, blame so, COVID, I guess. Like, uh, look, we you could. we had a bad work process and everything, and we understand why that is or whatever. But, but this, yeah, there is a work process, right? There is an update to the story too. So, but you know, take it for what we will that they wanted to clarify that like they don't directly blame it, but they're attributing some of the <laughs> external <laughs> factors to that and stuff. So, mm. yeah, it's been a them not, trying not to save it. face, but yeah. I mean, in one respect, yeah. they can kind of think about it because Halo unexpectedly released their multiplayer four days prior to the launch of the you know (laughs) battlefield 2042 and so a lot of attention just got ate up by that (laughs) but they still had right they still had a hundred thousand concurrent players on steam uh and that's not including like console and stuff like that so you still had a player base but the problem is not what other people are doing the problem is what what you you have done what your game done. Yeah, yeah. That's that's brutal. I mean, for them, it do be like, like that. <laughs> uh, it's the only thing you could really say is like you dropped the ball. Yeah. No matter what, and yeah, I don't just think come you out and say really that. Blame COVID. Yeah, just come out and say, look, we dropped the ball. We're learning from this. We're gonna try to salvage the game for with whatever you know, whatever their strategy is, and you know, we're gonna add this content. Maybe give out a free DLC. People love that. Well, and, like uh, I don't know. Just move they, on. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is this, while I can speak, they just release it way earlier than they should have. And mm-hmm. when they were doing the public test, there was this outcry of, like, delay the game. Delay the game. Yep. It's not yep. ready. And they didn't listen. Which yeah, is really I mean, ironic, too, considering that, like, Halo released it early, which really yeah. killed them when, that in fact, they were being told, just, just delay it. It's fine. Right. So like the, yeah, the thing but, for me though, like looking at COVID as like a as as a problem, it's like you guys, I know for a fact, have people and hire people that work from home remotely, mm-hmm. and then if you all went work from home remotely, why couldn't you just take your computer somewhere else? Yep, that's right. literally the thing that you can do. That's what I did, and I still work from home. Yep. Yep. Same here. So, so it's it's nah, not. I don't think that. that they can really now. If like if somebody got COVID, it would be pushed back by what like right. two weeks. And then if they didn't survive COVID, that would be one thing. But yeah. we're not getting any of that, you know. Right. So I if you know, have I don't, one, I don't think can, they have a leg to stand. Yeah. On. If you lose one person on your team and your entire project falls apart. It, you need to be a paying them more and b make a better work process. <laughs> yeah, it, it like I I don't I can't even say that the game was bad because I don't think the game was bad. This it wasn't ready. It just needed to. It just you needed, needed to, to do more internal testing, yeah. and you needed to figure out, you know, where the that conversation, the negative conversation that's coming from that testing. You just mm-hmm. got to figure it out. And you guys didn't. You wanted to make money, right? 
So you got got. EA. EA got got. I get it. That's their new. It's, they do it pretty frequently. All right, so we got some more details on the Microsoft uh, 68.7 billion dollar deal for the Activision Blizzard acquisition. Fuck, not this again. We got to say <laughs> the act, act, acquisition. God damn Blizz it. Blizzquisition. The Blizz, the Blizz acquisition. Um. So yeah, uh, basically, I think the headline of this is that they basically started the process like, um, like two or three days after the allegations against Bobber um, Kotick came out. No, it was actually just a few days Bobber before the Kodak. Wall Street Journal Kodak. article, which then turned. But with all the things that had been going on with Activision Blizzard, essentially yeah. negotiations had started. Uh, I believe a in decade November ago, nineteenth. <laughs> Um, okay. This was like a really quick turnaround as far as um, acquisitions, or at least acquisition negotiations go. Uh, normally yeah. these things take like months to years, but this was a two-month turnaround here. And then basically when the Wall Street Journal came out, that basically, when Phil Spencer is like, we're currently reevaluating our, um, our relationship bit, yeah, with yeah. Activision Blizzard, that changed the negotiating tables for them. Damn. And apparently, Blizzard or um, Microsoft was the not the only ones that were looking into some form of acquisition yeah, about of Activision that. Blizzard. It was um, four different companies and a singular individual who were not named. Mm-hmm. But uh, essentially, Microsoft, with the ridiculous amount of assets that they have, were able to beat out all of them with um a proposal for a full acquisition whereas other people were trying to go for like partial acquisition partial ownership yeah yeah so um another thing that came about from this is the understanding that if this deal falls apart say like the government blocks it from our government regulations block it or something like Mm. that that microsoft still owes two to three billion dollars um to activision blizzard and that is one of uh, like a lot of deals have that clause that if it falls right. through you have to pay us because this is going to kill our like you know our PR for the short term but it's just but, like um, the amount this is a really large like, amount yeah, yeah it's a lot more than normal it, that kind well, of insurance I mean, when you're delving into these figures you're delving into a there number there is not normal yeah Yeah. well you're delving into like a number quantity that like the human mind just is not capable of processing yeah. And it, just like when you start saying billion and million stuff, like I remember when this was originally announced, like why didn't they do the X, extra bit just to make the joke 69 billion? And Great it's just point. like when you think about it, it's like it means another $300 million had, would have to have been added. And it's just like yeah. stuff. And you start thinking about how astronomical those the figures yeah. that are being thrown around here is just insane. Yeah. It is hard to even yeah mentally processed like this is what what was the uh, deal for star wars like three billion four. or something it was like yeah four. four yeah it was like this is uh this it was is... either four or five billion because like if you were to combine star wars and marvel disney yeah. overall paid about like nine billion for the two of them Jesus. so yeah it, the the numbers just start to get just so outrageous so quickly <laughs> it's yeah. hard to even mentally process it but it and again i just 
I don't. What what would have happened? What's the long term of Activision if Microsoft hadn't made this announcement? You know what I mean? Like, I, what are what I what, was predicting that they'd be broken up and assets would be sold off. I just to, I see that as such a like better. That. That would have been no. such a better outcome for our industry, for the industry, and for our economy and everything. That like we got to start splitting some of these big companies up instead right. of just making them bigger and bigger. Well, and, it just uh, makes it just even on the business perspective, it makes the barrier of entry for new businesses that exactly. much higher. Exactly. <clears throat> it is a. It's weird. I don't know. I I, I try to like compartmentalize it as like a umbrella mm-hmm. like so you look at like microsoft is owning all this stuff which yes they do they own like everything now yeah um but they're really letting these people just kind of do their own thing it's like uh tencent sort of yeah it, yeah. it seems like so, they're doing what tencent is doing which is just building a huge library because they right. want to claim this section of the industry or whatever and and they're not it's not like they're being like horrible evil like monsters when they come in or something right if anything like that's the big thing yeah in this particular case it seems like the intent is to clean up the horrendous shit that's been going on with activision blizzard and stuff yeah but yeah there's still a lot of time before that happens and a lot can have changed between now and then that is very true. Very, very true. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably... Uh, it's weird. The, these articles, every, like, every every week, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll continue yeah. hearing about it for, like, two years as it takes the time for this deal to go through. Oh, the the U.S. government is going to be um, looking into this heavily because they're like, eh, this kind of seems anti-competitive almost. Let's, well, let's it, it's get to an the eyeball point on where that. Microsoft is changing up the rules on their... Um, marketplaces that they do both xbox and windows store and stuff and they're changing up to try to make things a bit more favorable to outside com- competitors right they're like they're doing the like self management thing before the government right. has to step in yeah i'm very familiar with this <laughs> and i'm sure you are too in, in your industry where it's like well i don't want to be told i wasn't allowed to do that so i'm just not gonna do it yeah for now Sometimes people do that, and other times they don't. Yeah. For now. Speaking. All right. Of yeah, destroying uh, from orbit. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty, Austin, with a great segue. Um, it has the article is titled <laughs> "Call of Duty Lets You Destroy Cheaters with Your Own Automatic God Mode." Love that. Um, so I, I do know in. Call of Duty in hardcore mode. If you shoot your teammate, they die. Mm, love that. <laughs> if you shoot your teammate again, you get a warning. How did you uh, learn these things? <laughs> um, by being a terrible shot. Nice. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's it, it's the thing about hardcore mode. I, I enjoy right. when I play Call of Duty. I enjoy playing hardcore mode more than anything. Um, but people are fucking dumb. <laughs> They're so stupid. They'll walk right in front of you. You're shooting somebody, <laughs> and they'll walk in front of your bullets and get shot in the head and then yell at you. No, no, I, I, I like, know what you mean. I made. was fully fucking firing. Like, what do you mean you're yelling at me because I shot you? Oh, no, it's Watch where like, the fuck you're going. 
it, it sounds like what happened to me in a Halo match like a few weeks ago where um, I'm playing Fiesta and I have a sniper rifle and me and, and this other dude on the other side of the map are in this like sniper battle. Then this teammate, just as I'm about to fire, this teammate steps right in front of me and so the guy <laughs> I've been firing at gets a double headshot on both of us. Damn. Yep. <laughs> Let's play it back. Let's see who's at fault Roll here. it back. Idiot. <laughs> Roll it back. <laughs> Now, Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty has a thing. If you shoot a teammate and then you shoot another teammate, and it might be three strikes and you're out, right? But if you go to shoot and accidentally shoot a teammate, or even on purpose shoot a teammate, after you know your time's up, those bullets bounce off of them and kill you. That's cool. Yeah, it's really That's cool. Awesome. It's it's really <laughs> shitty though. It's so shitty. When you're not killing these people on purpose, they're stupid. Like, it makes it really hard. So, there is this, like, bounce-back thing. And uh, I, I think that's what's being used here. Like, Brian, yeah. I know you're the one who put this article up. I, am I right? No, essentially, yeah. It, they're using um, some forms of being able to detect uh, cheaters and hackers in the game. And essentially, they're applying that to people who are actively um, manipulating, modifying the game. the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> I wish the bullets would just like somehow turn around and destroy their entire like IP. <laughs> it just—I want a small explosion of their router in their house. Like that would just be. That would be the tops. It's just a. I'm not talking anything devastating. I'm talking. It's not killing you know, them. Just disabling their device. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just another I, I don't great example harm them of anymore. like anti-cheat software that is just fun to see applied. Like, there's so many great <laughs> examples. Wasn't there one? Uh, it, I think it was even like a single-player campaign. So it's kind of one of those things. Like, why even bother? But if you did something to the game. And, like, a giant invincible scorpion with, like, lasers showed up and would just completely wreck shot. Jesus Christ. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. yeah, I want scorpion lasers. Bobby stings. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, wow. Um, and this this final one is, is us just trying to breathe life into something that has to happen. Yeah. Or should yeah. have happened first. Or should have happened years ago. Honestly. So, Charlie, Charlie Day is going to be Luigi. Yeah. In, in in this upcoming like, Super Mario whatever, um, yeah, Super Mario Charlie whatever. Day. I don't even know. I, I don't, what are we getting here? I don't know. It's but um, but what? yes, the same Charlie Day, the same one who huffs paint on FX. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that one. and in real life, and well, as far as well, we know, it's, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I've listened to their podcast, Glenn Howerton. Um, I need to listen to that. Rob, Rob and, yeah, yeah, and Charlie. Yeah. It's really good. It's really fun. They talk about how they're not nothing like their characters in except, real life. Ex except Glenn. Except Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. I love when they, they, they ask that and they're like, well, and none of us, you know, it's all exaggerated qualities and stuff. And then Glenn goes, well, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of similar to... Um, I, there's, some, there's some closer similar... And then both of the other two guys are like, yeah, I was going to say you. Yeah, because the question was, are you anything like your characters from It's Always Sunny? Yeah. And Glenn, who plays Dennis... Absolutely Charlie is. was just looking at him like, it's you. 
Mac, who plays, or, uh, um, Rob McCallory. Rob, who yeah. plays Mac, was looking at, like, right at, like at Glenn, who, pl- again, plays Dennis, yep. and they're like, no, I don't think any of us, and then Glenn's like, well, I kind of do, they're like, oh, thank God, I didn't want to throw you under the fucking bus or anything, yeah. but you are really close to it. and it's only in those specific ways, nothing rapey, because his yep. character, yep. watch Very the rapey. show, that's heavy spoiler, oh sorry, but... It's the little things that piss him off. Yeah. Like right. when someone's like, ah, it's a warm one out today. Yeah, it's a fucking warm one. Why would you even say that, you idiot? Imbecile. Look at me when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at me! Oh, man. But, yeah. No, that Charlie... <laughs> that Charlie Day... We went the long way around. But that Charlie Day... Um, the is golden guy. interested. He's interested. Is and starring yeah. in a Luigi's Mansion movie. And I'm interested in him doing it. I'm very In my personal and opinion, this is how they should have started off the Mario Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> in MCU, if you will, uh, they should have started off with a Luigi's Mansion movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I want to see John Leguizamo coming in fist fight Charlie Day as well. Yes, Luigi. wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> oh my god, it'd be incredible! A um, clash then, of like, titans. He's Mario at the end of the Luigi Mansion movie. That's how it should have gone, in my opinion. But yeah, I hundred percent would. I, I could care less, honestly, about the Mario movie. I'll probably see it and just yeah. you know think whatever. Be upset. But uh, Luigi's I'll Mansion with Charlie Day, hundred percent would uh, pay top dollar to go see that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the interest for me is is really Charlie Day for yeah. the upcoming movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expect it to be complete dog shit, but I am gonna guarantee Charlie's gonna have some zingers in we there. Have yep. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong and Jack Black as Bowser. Those. I, okay, they're doing Those something two, for maybe. me here. Yeah, that's doing something. But yeah. I'm excited. Man, for a that lot stuff. of that casting is bad. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the show, boys and girls. That's the show, boys. Um. I yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still on this Charlie Day thing. What else we got here? That's all. That's all I got. Damn. Do you guys have anything else? Nope. No. Okay. Cool. Well, if you guys get the chance, head over. Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, sharing a whole different selection of things over there. But mostly, you follow those two, you're going to know what we're going to talk about here. Um, so, just gives you access to um, our not so great minds uh, on the daily. But again, we appreciate it. Uh, but for Mammoth Games Inc., I am Jay. With me this week, we have Austin. And you can find me at FilterCord. And Brian. And you can find me Goblin Moding on Twitter at Major Potty. <laughs> Beautiful. You can find me at Night Swarm. Have a good one, guys.